Hi, I'm Ben James. Welcome to Beyond the Walls. One thing that I enjoy doing in my life is challenging myself, whether it be physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. And another thing that I really enjoy doing is talking to other people who enjoy doing the same thing and have made that their life's purpose. I hate to ask you to do anything, but if you would, please take a moment. Like, rate, review, subscribe, all of the above at whatever platform you're listening to this podcast episode. We are joined today by William Patrick from William Patrick Fitness. William is an MPC men's physique competitor, a personal trainer, and a fitness enthusiast. The foundation of his business, Science-Based Games, is built around an evidence-based approach to health and fitness. Enjoy our talk. And welcome to the podcast, William Patrick, Science-Based Gains. Is that correct? I think that's correct. Yes, sir, and thanks for having me on. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to join us and talk with us a little bit. Uh, before we get into any type of questions or real conversation, won't you tell us uh, and tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, who you are, your background, and, and what you do and why you do it? Okay. Uh, my name is William Patrick, and I've been in uh, fitness, has been in part of my life in some way, shape, or form for the better part of 10 years. I started going to the gym super young. Um, I don't necessarily know what gave me the calling to work out, other than I was just a scrawny little kid with very little uh, self confidence. And um, I don't know, picking up a pair of dumbbells started to uh, give me a little bit of um, that motivation to to actually speak up and, and, you know, be heard. And so I really fell in love with that idea. Then I ended up joining the Marine Corps and uh, I've been doing that for the past 10 years. And that chapter of my life is going to be coming to a close here soon. And uh, it wasn't until just recently, I started uh, actually coaching people and doing personal training. Like I said, I've been training myself for ever since I've been in the Marine Corps and weightlifting, calisthenics, some way, shape or form. And um, I've just started my business where I do remote coaching with clients, and that's science-based gains. I uh, am also a personal trainer at a local gym here. It's called Yellowstone Fitness, where I actually get to work hands-on with clients. Uh, my significant other and I, we have a YouTube channel. Uh, I, I pretty much am trying to do everything I can to be more and more involved with fitness as possible. I think I'm going to have to start like designing yoga pants soon so I can I can continue to to be involved even more <laughs> please make sure you let me know if you if you do release the line of yoga pants I'll, I'll definitely oh don't don't worry you'll be one of my featured athletes oh, <laughs> if you want to sell any of those at all do not follow through <laughs> with that last statement um, okay <laughs> <laughs> so with the first off, thank you uh, for your service uh, with uh, with the Marine Corps. Uh, we we appreciate your service for certain. Um, with the approach that you're taking from the science based gains, I know that you are uh, on uh, the social media outlets. I know one of the one that that at least I'm on that I see you on more frequently is Instagram, uh, doing quite yeah. a few videos. Uh, you post uh, quite a bit of educational materials um and and i had a little bit of a conversation with somebody earlier in the week about the science of exercise and that's one of the things that 
I'm noticing is really trending in a good positive direction is instead of just going in, picking up a 45 pound plate, trying to gnaw on it for a little bit, you know, and just making that a, uh, the barometer of what a successful visit to the gym is. There's, there's a lot of people that's looking deeply into the science of the workout and, and, you know, we're not talking about a, a bunch of people in lab coats sitting around watching, uh, you know, studying a bi- bicep contract, uh, you know, yeah. and doing that. <laughs> but give us a little bit of an idea about what might be different from what uh, the beginner, the intermediate um, person in a gym, what's the difference between what they would normally associate with uh, working out in gains as opposed to mm-hmm. what we're talking about when we say science-based gains? I would say that science-based approaches or evidence-based approaches are ones that are a little bit more transparent and have realistic expectations, or at least that was my thought process going into it. I'd say for a beginner and an advanced lifter, you can essentially go into the gym as a beginner and completely, completely do the most unscience-based, most of unevidence-based workouts. And you'll probably still see some, some real results. And that's just, that's the newbie gains. It's the, the beginner gains. But as time goes on, you start to hit those plateaus. You start to, uh, to realize that the things that were working at first aren't working. And then you start really understanding like, you know, like what you enjoy in the gym and start giving yourself a little bit more goals as opposed to just, you know, wanting to look better. You're like, I want to be able to lift a little bit more, or I want my, uh, my chest to be bigger. And that's where you have to do a little bit more look, looking into your programming, into the details that you're following. And it's not just as simple as walking into the, the gym and, and picking a workout that sounds cool and doing it for a little bit and then leaving. You actually have to start making a, a, a little bit of a plan. And the science-based approach is, is the opposite of what you hear on the market uh, the, in the marketing and the, on the Instagram, it's, it's not the, the 12 week get shredded program or the 30 day abs in 30 days. It's, it's a methodical approach based on evidence. It's based on, you know, what's, what's been shown to work and not just the literature, but it, it's, it's also been, it has, has realistic expectations associated with it. And I find that personally more appealing, um, because I've been, I've been on that other side. I've been that guy that, you know, I knew what I was doing in the gym. I was, I was, you know, really introduced to this, this culture very early in my life. And, uh, and, and I just, I, I spent so long doing the wrong thing, doing what all the, all the fitness influencers, all the celebrities, I was reading, reading the magazines, the men's health magazine, every time I would, I would fly and I was doing a lot of traveling back then I'd pick up one of those men's health magazines. And I see what like, you know, um, the, the latest celebrity who got jacked in their, in their movie, what they were doing. And it's all just, it's all poor advice. It's all fabricated information. Like none of it, none of it really tells you about how hard it is and how long it truly takes, especially for the average person. Um, and so that's why the science-based approach appeals to me because, it's, it's trying to chase perfection or it's trying to chase op, the optimal way to go about it. Cause we all want to, we all want to see those results super fast. We all want to be, um, be the best looking version of ourselves, And we don't want to have to wait 10, 20 years to get there, which is what 
it's it's most realistic and through through what i've i found my interest in is by chasing perfects and chasing uh that optimal approach you might be able to shorten it up a little bit that you still have to put in the work but i feel like what i'm doing in the gym actually has um there's more there's more i guess proof I, I can I can see I can understand like why I'm doing things this way instead of just seeing like what Zach Efron did to get six pack in the gym and I think that rings true for pretty much any advanced lifter in the gym especially one that that knows better that you know those the celebrities they're they're doing a lot of things that we're that we're not doing or have we they have access to things that we don't have access to um, so that's kind of like what I see it when I when I think of like a beginner and advanced person. I think that uh, you know, from a celebrity standpoint, you know, when you're when you're looking at like the Marvel tr- body transformations for that role, you know, if um, I, I think it all comes down to a big difference in why, uh, you know, if, mm-hmm. if if I can't be disciplined over a several month period for twenty million dollars, you know, for a movie role, you know, there there's a big problem yeah. there. But when you when you talk about normal everyday people, yeah, you know, we're 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 not going there for a paycheck. You know, it's, uh, it's that finding your why. And then, yeah. um, I, I think what you're talking about, one of the things that interests me so much about this, this evidence-based, this science-based is I, I truly believe that it maximizes your time while you're training. You know, it maximizes exactly. your time in the gym. And that's something that all of us, uh, are on short supply for, you know, and, and really, um, you know, to be dedicated to a gym, you have to make the time. Uh, so you really mm-hmm. want to maximize that if, if you can, there's a big mindset out there that I find. And again, I'm, I'm a newbie into the fitness industry as far as training things of that nature, looking at it from, um, being, being somewhat of a voice of, of help to other people. Um, but one thing that I hear so often is why would I need or want to pay someone uh, to develop something for me, to coach me, to design something, to instruct me, when I can do a simple Google search, uh, you know, and I can go and get onto bodybuilding.com and find the highest rated program. They, they'll even have competitions to see who can We've all done design that. the yeah. right, right. And listen, I'm on the 30 year to the six pack ab uh, program right now. And I'm about, to, about six months in. So yeah, but just nice. if, if, if you work cut out for you. <laughs> exactly. But if you could speak to someone who may have, um, you know, that mentality just from, you know, lack of information of saying, why would I want to invest this, you know, a, a, an amount of money for someone to design something or have some individual attention versus a simple Google search? What, what do you think the benefits and the differences between the two are. I think that's uh, that's something I I make sure I, I outlined um, uh, when I started my personal training, my 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 uh, remote coaching is um, a- anybody can Google information. In fact, I I that's exactly how I learned everything that I did, and that is still an amazing way to to figure out what you should and probably shouldn't do. The problem is. A lot of what you search for and look for is is going to be a generalized approach. It's going to be uh, probably for what that like that person who wrote it does that works best for them, or um, you know what's just a, a more broad spectrum approach. 
And when you hire a personal trainer to come up with a customized plan for you, a good one will probably take some hints of things that they know works really well from personal experience, but they should be looking to develop what's most optimal for you. They should be looking in, okay, hey, this person only has, you know, 45 minutes in the gym three times a week, but they're trying to put on as much muscle as possible. They, I, instead of giving them a chest, back, and legs uh, split, it'd make more sense to do probably uh, three full high-frequency, high or three full-body, high-intensity days as opposed to something else. And you might be able to find that with the Google search and you might not. And then you also got to look at the nutrition aspect and then you just having someone there and as opposed to just a, a script to follow or like a, a blueprint that you find associated with those. It's another thing if you're, if you're looking for someone to kind of hold you accountable, but I, I would love, I would love for the people in the, in the fitness industry and, and those chasing their goals to never have to hire a coach ever again, because the information is just so well discovered. So, so fundamentally just understood of, Hey, th if you want to get in shape, this is what you got to do. But most people don't, don't even know like the, this, like some of the most basic concepts that get thrown out the window. And that's like, you know, how often should you be training uh, a muscle group? And it's, a, it's a simple way to answer that, you know, it's yeah, two to three times a week is probably optimal, but when you have so much misinformation out there, when people are putting, you know, no, the way that you, you, you work out and you get like abs is you need to do crunches every day. Um, and you need to also buy my, buy my supplements. Cause that, that'll help you burn fat. Um, that's, that's what's out there right now. And that's why I, I would love to not, um, not be taking people's money. Cause I, I started this not as a, as a way for, for me to even have a, have a, an income, but I did start to notice as time went on, I, I've been doing this for, for a while, just as, as a thing for my friends. But as time went on, I was like, wow, this is actually taking a lot of my personal time. So I kind of enforced it to, to make a service out of it. But I only did it because I just, I, I, I felt like I had had a need to, to satisfy something. And my, my end game is to just be able to guide and educate people because as, as awesome as it, as it is to have a personal trainer, I tell my clients, you should fire me someday based off what I've taught you because hiring a personal trainer is awesome to learn the ropes, but you're not going to see real results. It, the, the results that you're probably looking for in six months, you're, uh, we're talking like you need to develop this as a lifestyle. This is something that you need to do for the next 10 years to see true results. And you'll see gains easily, like within a month, month, month and things like that. But if we're talking true tangible results that you can look back and be proud of, that's not going to be a personal trainer getting you there. The personal trainer may have showed you what the door looked like, but you're going to be the one that opens it. Yeah. Very well said. Very well said. Um, with the nutritional aspect. Oh, and, and by the way, as you were talking about the, the supplements and you know, opening your own line and brand, uh, you did a couple months ago, you did a pretty good little Instagram story uh, ongoing video there about uh, you know, educating everyone about the you know, supplements, the you know, beach body in six and a half yeah. minutes. And, uh, but the very last portion of your video was a very nice uh, segue into so buy my supplements uh and i, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that um but I, a lot of people like that like that quelm i did there <laughs> yeah yeah uh, 
But with the nutritional aspect of it, um, and and however you feel is best to communicate this, um, you know, spending time in the gym, spending time exerting energy, lifting weights, you know, doing cardiovascular exercises, and and being, um, you know, being really regimented in those are important, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that sometimes people get so frustrated in the lack of gains or the yeah. lack of results. And it's not even so much the fact that they're not spending enough quality time in the gym or if their form is that terrible that they're not targeting and isolating the muscle groups properly. It's, it's their dietary habits and their nutritional, um, you know, the, the way that they provide their, their system nutrients. If, if you would just kind of speak to our listeners about the importance of the nutrition in this journey. Yeah. I mean, it's, if you spend an hour in the gym, you have, what are you doing for the other 23 hours? And just thinking out on the most simplistic level, like that alone should show you how important the other two main pillars are. And that's sleep and nutrition. And, and when we're talking about nutrition, I, I look at it the same way as, you know, with working out in the science-based approach, right? Like um, people get so, caught up into, into thinking that you have to eat like a certain way. You have to do keto diet because my friends did the keto diet or you, you have to cut out, um, um, sugar and like just looking at it and like the most basic level, like uh, the science level that I, that I like to think about it's it like your body's not really smart enough to know like what a good food and a bad food is or what a good diet is or a bad diet is. It's simply just, uh, um, a balance at all times. It's an energy balance of calories in, calories out. But so, so many people really get wrapped up in, in like the, the tiniest nuances to where they, they come up with these like crazy unrealistic expectations for themselves that they try to hold on to. So uh, for as long as they can, you know, like the, the keto diet, which I have a personal vendetta against the, the keto diet lately. I just, I, the, whatever diet you you decide to do is the one that you should be able to live with for the rest of your life. And for some people, I if they if they really are going to be able to never have a carb again, then more power to them. But you got to think about what you're doing for the other 23 hours out of the day. And and it's not to say that you can't enjoy junk food every once in a while, or you have to cut out. Um, you can only eat lean meats. You can only have grilled chicken. No, you can, you can still eat like you normally have been eating, but it's understand. Uh, it's important to understand the the principles of what good nutrition means. And it's, it's a lot different than what people think. Like clean eating is a, is a, is it's such a bad term for what, what people think is going to happen when you eat clean, you should eat clean. You should eat the foods that you think uh, of when you think of healthful foods, they're awesome for you. But to think that that's the only kind of foods that you should be putting in your body and, and you start villainizing, you know, the, the things that, um, that you actually enjoy such as like, you know, maybe, um, sweets or like sauces. Some people take out like, you know, like, just some, some crucial components of their diet. And then, um, it's because they, they think that it's not clean food. It's not healthy food. And, um, that's, that's when I, when I talk about nutrition to people, that's, that's like my biggest thing is like, don't, don't adopt something that 
that is going to make you go make you be miserable. You want to you want to find a diet that isn't a diet. You want to find a a lifestyle change that you can adhere to. Like it's a, it's the same concept as the gains in the gym. Let's say you're trying to you're trying to improve your bench press from 135 to 405. Well, that's going to take several years. And it's the same thing as, as trying to add weight or, or lose weight. If you're trying to drop a hundred pounds, that's not going to come overnight. And there's no perfect structure of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins out there. There's no secret like hacks. There's nothing but just a, a solid plan that you can follow. And that rings true for almost any, any goal in my opinion, but especially nutrition, because it's the other 23 hours of the day that you got to pay attention to. Everyone's heard you can't out train a bad diet. And it's, it's for that reason. You, you, you have to be able to, uh, to understand that the food that you're, that you're putting in your body, while it doesn't have to be like perfect every single time, it, it does need to support whatever goal you have in fitness with with so much um, you know information at the you know mouse point and click you know accessibility to everyone and there being such a great deal of misinformation available you know to everyone as well um, what what do you feel like is one of the biggest traps as far as you you working with with folks on an individual whether it be uh, in the gym with them in person, or if it's kind of a remote online working with them, what, what would you think would be some of the top reasons that you see people, if they're maybe disillusioned, um, and they grow, um, you know, a, a little bit, uh, discontented with what they're seeing in the gym or within their diet? What, what do you feel like maybe one of the biggest hurdles from a mental standpoint or even an emotional standpoint, uh, to really, you know, you talk about making these things sustainable long term. You want yeah. your you want your exercise routine to be sustainable long term. You want your dietary habits to be sustainable long term. What what do you think that you may be seeing is is one of the biggest stumbling blocks to people as they try to begin this journey? Uh, I would say like realistic expectations, and and they're typically associated with like. Um, like, do you have a, a fitness, um, someone that you look up to in the fitness industry? Yes, sir. Like, uh, who, who do you look up to? Um, I, I like Jim Stepani. Jim Stepani. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Um, uh, so Jim Stepani, he's, he's not just, you know, in really good shape and really, uh, he's also really smart. He has this PhD and we don't really see Jim Stepani, you know, um, as a as a beginner in this. You only see Jim Stepani as the expert, and it's like, how do I be like Jim Stepani? And even even whenever you you're following programs that he makes that he's done, I think there's just there's an unrealistic expectation that's associated with with any of them. They're they're one. It's the same thing as not as, as hiring a personal trainer or just doing it on your own and going to like bodybuilding uh, forms. It's it's whatever works for one person is most certainly not going to work for you. You can take some of the things that you like about what somebody's doing. Like if Jim Stepani likes starting his mornings with uh, with uh, duck eggs instead of regular eggs, and and you can find a good source of duck eggs, and hey, that's awesome. Right. But the moment you try to like start copying everything that they do, and then and then you start getting upset that you're not getting 
uh, you're not looking like that person as fast. That's where a lot of people start mentally start like they ask themselves, "What's wrong with me? I'm doing I'm doing exactly what what uh, what they're doing. Like, why am I not seeing results?" It uh it reminds. Do you remember whenever the um the Facebook post or I don't know where it came from, but like the rock released his diet. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. The and it was insane like insane amount of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He hates like a school of cod every, like <laughs> every sitting. And I'm just like, and then some people like started to adopt and it's like, eat like the rock and train like the rock. And it's like, that's not realistic by any means. There's, there's no possible way that anybody is going to do that more than I, I six months six months for anybody if someone were to have done that i want to meet them and, and shake their hands um and that's the problem the rock has an amazing work ethic he has extremely good genetics he's he's got he's figured out something that's very easy for him to follow and that is is the the fish and everything and he just has a lot of resources that that we simply don't and so it might be really awesome to be like okay i, I noticed that he eats a lot of fish maybe fish is probably good Fish isn't inherently bad, but I mean, I, I'd say that some people um, overvalue the, the the things that these people are doing, and then once again, they start they start following the Rock's diet or Jim Stepani's diet or Arnold the way, and they're not seeing those results. And and one, they they don't see pictures of the Rock when he was you know like just first starting out and had no idea, or if they do they'll it's almost immediately um next to a picture of him now and they might even say like oh this is the rock 20-year transformation awesome and it's cool to read that but i don't think a lot of us really process that and then and then and take life to ourselves we see that and and then we were like okay now what's the rock doing and then you go to the gym uh train like the rock you do his 10-hour you know calf workout and then the next day you can't walk and, uh, and, and, and then you give up and then, and then you, you fall, you fall over and that's physically hard, but mentally harder. And I think that's what a lot of people, um, if I had one thing I, I would tell people, um, it would have realistic expectations, have, have goals for yourself, have smart goals, goals that are specific, measurable, attainable. Um, they have a time length associated with them. Um, but, uh, but make them that are is super important. Make them realistic, make them goals that, you know, that, that are, are going to be able to not just be achieved. You might be able to overshoot them, but something that, that you can, you can hit and it's not unreasonable. That I, I love the, the smart goal template, especially like you were talking about the realistic ones, um, mile markers on the journey. Uh, instead yeah. of, you know, if I'm taking a 300 mile road, road trip within the first two, one or two miles, I'm, I'm hopefully not going to get discouraged that I'm not at mile 300 already, but those mile yeah. markers are, are indicators that I'm at least still headed in the right direction. And I think that's what we lose sight of so very quickly. Yeah, I think it's, it's just a good way to just, you know, pace yourself be able to just like that's a really good analogy just on a road trip you can every once in a while look down look at your phone and um see that you have x amount of miles left and you're from from the get-go you're constantly seeing that and and you can just follow it and and there's there's no pressure on you to um to stray from that because you you have a path lined out and you're just following it that's it 
But before uh, before I let you go, is there um, there anything that you'd like to share with us, share with the listeners, uh, whether it be any type of tips or anything about yourself? Or the floor is yours. Uh, if you buy my workout program, um, it's on sale. Then you'll see abs in twenty days. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I think uh, the whole the whole reason why I started this is. Um, I wanted to, I wanted to, to show people what real is, what is, is proof, what is, what is possible. And it's through an evidence-based approach, um, that, that is, is how I've found inspiration to continue pushing. I look at the literature and I see, you know, what's, what's, what's optimal and what's, 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 what's been shown to work the best as opposed to just. And I have my idols, but instead of following what they're doing, take that information, take the, take the scientific method and apply it to my life. And when, if you think about the scientific method, you know, even if you have a friend who does really well on the keto diet, that shouldn't make you immediately jump to going on the keto diet. It's the same thing with science. Just because one study comes out saying that intermittent fasting is superior doesn't mean that you should immediately jump to intermittent fasting. You should be looking at everything from the whole body approach. And you should see that there's 99 studies saying intermittent fasting isn't better or worse. And I think if you can just take that scientific approach to your training, your nutrition, your mindset, even your life, then you're, you're going to set yourself up a lot uh, better for you're, you're going to be missing disappointment a lot, a lot more. Um, I think that if I could tell one person uh, that that listens to this or however many um, to just approach things with uh, with a scientific approach, an evidence-based approach, because um, that's why I kind of started this whole thing. Um, that'd be my biggest piece of yeah. advice. Awesome. And that's, you know, the scientific process, regardless of whether it's from a nutritional standpoint, workout standpoint, or any any area of science, it's a trial and error um, yeah, you know, it, that that's the system that it's established on. And that just because like you said, it works for one person doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to work for you. Give it a shot, mm-hmm. do it in a healthy, you know, sensical way. But if it's not working, then it's not working. Um, and, and I'm kind of, exactly. like, I'm kind of like you with the quest against the keto because in reality, uh, how many of us can really afford from a budgetary standpoint, to consume enough food, clean food, that's going to be good protein, mm-hmm. good fats, good carbs, you know, um, within that percentage, on the keto diet without just opening ourselves up to a bunch of trash, processed foods, uh, because that's that's what I can afford if I'm doing hardcore yeah. keto, you know. Uh, so there's so many versions of it that I've seen people follow. It's like, yep, just had four plain hot dogs Still crushing yeah. the keto though. I'm like, oh man, yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I, I I don't know how people do it. Like I have so much respect for people on the keto diet because that sounds awful. I know people that like put like a half a stick of butter in their coffee, and I'm like, well, that's you know, bulletproof coffee, just... man. I mean, they make podcasts on that. It's grass fed, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to be that sarcastic. Be... No, don't even get me started on the whole naturalistic fallacy of grass-fed and all these other. Oh, that'll that'll 
that's a whole podcast in and of itself. I'll, I'll need yeah. to have you back on again so we can just go down that, uh, get, get you fired up a little bit and go down that rabbit hole. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. I, I'll go on forever. We might need a, a like a three part series for that, but yeah, I, uh, I think whatever it is that, that you're doing, if it works for you, then awesome. And, and if it's not working for you, then that's okay. <laughs> Again, fantastic follow on Instagram. Uh, you and, uh, and Abby, both Abby, you're our f- listeners will be familiar with her. If you listened to one of our more recent episodes, we interviewed and talked with Abby, uh, so we, I appreciate you, William, taking the time to, uh, to talk with us, to uh, educate us a little bit and inspire us. Uh, so thank you for joining us and hope that uh, we can have you back on soon. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. You have a great day. All right. You too, buddy. Take care.